Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello and Happy New Year. Happy first day of 2022. So many twos. It's a six year in tarot. It is a chariot year. Ooh, it's going to be big and exciting. Lots of big changes happening. I did a tarot reading for myself yesterday. And, you know, just to kind of lay the groundwork for what, how am I going to tackle this first month of the year? So I did a, you know, January, February, March kind of tarot reading. And the last card that I pull in the spread that I do is what needs to be burned and purged away. And the card that came up was the lovers. And the lovers card was the representative tarot card for 2021. So what I took that to mean was kick 2021 to the curb. Done. Finished. We're not going back there anymore. We're not going to deal with those horrible hardships anymore. Oh my goodness. This crap has got to end. So that is that. And big breath and on we go into the new thing. So this day is always loaded, right? For for everyone, I think. Like, okay, if you're not, you know, severely hungover and <laughs> dealing with that, um, okay, there's a sense of what are we doing? What are we doing today? How are we going to kick this off? Those big lists of resolutions. Oh, let that go. That is not useful. But my friend sent me on Facebook this checklist thing of, you know, questions to answer that will help you find a direction perhaps. So I thought I would ask those questions of you and, you know, you can always pause and like answer it for yourself first and then see what my answer was. Um, and let's start with questions. That's always a good place to start, you know? Curiosity as to what is it that I really want? And that is the first one. If, I, if I'm being honest with myself, if I'm telling the truth, what do I really want? And that's been a tough one for me in the last few weeks, in the last couple of months, because other things have overshadowed what I want, right? I have had big demands on my time lately. So what do I want? And what I came up with was one of the very first things was human companionship, <laughs> you know, in whatever form that is. Uh, I'm always trying to anticipate what someone else will want 
and I try to keep everyone happy. So, you know, some human companionship that is mutual. I want to be worry-free. I don't want to fill my old age with anxiety about health, about relationships, about money. I want freedom. Oh my goodness, 2020 and 2021 were all about locking us down and, and hemming us in with all of these concerns and, and, you know, panic and stuff. And so I want freedom. I want freedom to be able to go where I want and make my own choices. And that's, you know, and for me, material wants are not really primary for me. I mean, the only reason that I want a home of some kind is so that I have a place to gather my loved ones for holidays or events or whatever it is, or just simply coziness and love and mutual, you know, happiness. But otherwise I don't like, you know, home. I don't need, I don't know if that is a thing for me. I mean, not, well, I don't need a big house. I don't need a big lot of space. I just need a gathering point. Um, I want to be always able to see my kids wherever they may go, wherever I may go. That is a primary importance to me. And I know that this year is going to be a time where we are all going to strike out on our own in different places, in different ways, and probably physically very different spaces. Um, but I hope that we will find ways to always stay in touch and collect and be together. And finally, I want creative projects that really inspire me and keep my interest through to their completion. So, you know, maybe I've said this before, but Geminis, we tend to finish things about 92% and then we move on. So I'm, I'm hoping, I want the kind of things that just are really exciting and I see them all the way through to their end. I, I don't want to be, you know, sewing simply to scrape a few dollars together, for instance. I want whatever that creative project is to have more meaning than that. I want to publish a book. I want to work with wonderful groups of people on creative projects where we're all excited and the whatever we produce is something that arises out of that, you know, total thrill of doing something together. Yes, that that is what I got from theater and what I guess I keep searching for and looking for in other ways. And teaching plays a big part in that. To be a teacher in a room with a bunch of people whatever it is that we're learning together. And I say learning together because I never feel the hierarchy of teacher to students. I don't like that power dynamic and I always feel like one in a group in the room that I am leading, but I am also willing to follow and so happy to learn from the other people in the room who would you know, perhaps be called students. It doesn't matter. All the brains in the room have things to contribute, and that is a thing that I'm seeking again for my next year coming up. 
Um, and then another question was, how do you want to feel? And I guess that's different, you know, I, and my first thought was, I want to let go of guilt. There are a lot of things that I have done, you know, that I wish I had done differently, but they're finished, they're past. So I really want to let go of that feeling of, oh, I should have done it differently. I want to feel no regret at the end of the day. I want to be deeply satisfied that each day unfolded exactly as it was meant to. And the next question was, how do you want to impact others, like your family and your friends? And my primary thing is I want to make my children feel safe. They have been living with fear for the last few years, the fear of their father dying. And, you know, that was a fear that was going to have, a, you know, that thing come true at the end. Unfortunately, well, I mean, thou knowest is common. All that lives must die, right? Says Gertrude, it is common. Everything, we all will. But that I want them to feel, I want them to return to a feeling of peacefulness and security. And that is why I keep wanting to create a legacy for them. I want them to feel like I did in my 20s and 30s when my mom was in her heyday. You know, I want them to feel like there's a safety net and I want to be able to create that for them. And then I want my family to feel close always. So my the way that I'm going to take responsibility for that is I am going to be in better touch this year. I'm going to check in with them much, much more so that that becomes a habit so that no matter where I go or where they go, that we will stay close emotionally, if not geographically. And the same thing with my friends. Then the next question was, how are you using your gifts in the world? How can you offer your light in a big or small way? And I think my primary gift is being a teacher. So I hope that even here in the podcast, I'm teaching, I'm leading somehow, teaching uh, people not to be afraid, you know, to to go for things that they want. Um, Leading people to find inspiration in different ways that were unexpected to them, perhaps. I'm teaching my stock market class. Um, So, you know, my ads, Girls Trade 2. I am teaching young people to take steps to make their future more abundant financially. I am someone who loves humor and whether my kids groan at it or not, I lead with humor and my other podcast, which is called, pardon me, hope you're not offended, fuck Shakespeare. It is so funny and I encourage you to go look for it. It's very it's wonderful and there's a lot of laughter there and it's a combination of teaching and laughter and those are two of my gifts and I hope that I am using them well there. I love to lighten with humor. Then they ask, where are you stuck? You know, and to be specific. 
I think where I'm stuck right now is that I don't have a routine, a work routine. I, I do things. I am always busy. My kids will tell you, holy crap, you know, I can't keep up with you. You're always, your to-do list is frightening. So I do, I do keep moving forward, but sometimes I worry that all of that is just so much flailing. So I want to find the purposeful routine that feels like work, that feels like I am accomplishing something. And maybe I need to let go of my idea of what that is, what that final product is. And that's, sure, that's very valid. <laughs> and it's funny that the next question on the list was, what do you need to let go of? What do you need to let go of? Is there emotional, physical, or relational baggage that you are ready to release? And I think primarily for me, I need to let go of needing to control the outcome. I want to trust in the universe more that I put out my desire, my hope, but that the solution to finding that is something that might surprise me and that's okay. Emotionally, I want to let go of being responsible for other people's feelings. I've always been someone who wants to take care of everybody and make sure it's okay and, and fix things. And I want to let go of that. I want to let go of guilt. I said that already. Physically, I want to let go of sloth. Now, you know, again, I said I'm really busy all the time. Busy, busy, busy. But I'm not lazy. But most of it is, you know, uh, uh, task busyness. And I haven't put that industry into keeping my body strong. And I do want to change that. I need to let go of the, oh, I'll do it tomorrow kind of laziness about being physically active. And then relationally, I want to let go of my expectations of how I want other people to treat me. I have always set up these ideas of how I want other people to love me and then I'm disappointed. So I just need to accept what they offer and that's fine. What life-giving habit do you want to add to your life? And I had an easy, easy answer for that one, yoga. I used to do yoga. I Before I had my hip replacement, I did yoga a few times a week at this wonderful studio just down the hill from me. And there was a teacher there, Charlene, that was so magnificently spiritual and funny and generous. And I loved her classes. And I think I was really at my best when I had her voice in my head and when I, you know, was physically more fit because I was always in yoga. So I have recently started, I just um, downloaded an app called Yoga Daily and I've done yoga for the last three days. So yay, I'm excited 
for that to become a real routine in my life. And I don't have to be able to run marathons, but I do want to feel strong and healthy. Then they asked, are you spending time with growth-minded people? Do the people in your inner circle deserve that space in your life? I love the people that I've gathered around me. I love them intensely. But I think that the perhaps the pandemic has put us all into this mire of, you know, non-forward movement of of stagnation. And I, I believe that this year we will move out of that. I am purposefully going to move out of that. And if they come along for the ride, great. Um, and if not, that's okay too. And I'm certain that I'll be collecting other friends around me as I go out into the world more and as I change my work routine and such. So that is, you know, that's still to be seen. And then they ask, are you ready for change? <laughs> yeah, because some people say, oh yeah, I, I'm ready. I want, you know, big changes in my life this year, but they, but they don't really, and they're afraid. But I, I am ready. I'm ready for this year to be full of big, big changes. You know, I'm going to sell my house. That's huge. That's huge. Not to have a home base. So it will propel me into change, come hell or high water. And lastly, where is perfectionism, comparison, or fear holding you back from what you truly desire? Oh, I used to, comparison used to be a terrible thing for me. And, um, you know, why am I doing XX projects and other people get to do so much more wonderful things? I, I really am working all the time to let that go. I don't want that. Perfectionism is not, a, I don't know. I don't, I don't seek perfection because as I said, Gemini, we finish things, you know, sort of 90% and, you know, then it's fine. I'm, I'm all in favor of moving on. Just go. You know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. So that's not a thing. But there's fear. There's definitely fear. Fear of losing touch with my kids. But this is that big Cahil Gibran moment, right? If you love someone, let them go. If they come back to you, they were always yours. If they don't, they were never yours. That whole thing. So I live, I have lived with a lot of fear, you know, the fear of abandonment as a child because I had both parents who left me in one way or another. But I want to be brave and I want to be more courageous now. I was uh, looking at that book that I, that I had found, the, the Way of the Traveler, and they were talking about fear in terms of traveling, in terms of going out into the world. And they talked about the maps of old where you know, at the edges of the map where no one had ever gone, they drew dragons. So can you imagine being the one to decide to go into the dragon lands? What will you find there, right? 
What are our modern day dragons? Self-doubt, violence, loneliness. These are our emotional highwaymen, right? That, that rob us of experience and rob us of the thrill of discovery and the, you know, the following our own curiosity. So some amount of fear is good. You know, if you're fearless, you take stupid risks, right? You want to, you want to find balance. You want to find, you know, where they said, where are the mirages of fear of things that actually aren't there, right? Helen Keller said, avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. So Helen Keller can do it. We can all do it. How are you going to let go of fear this year and go out there and grab something that you really, really want? Make a big change for the better. Welcome to 2022. This is your year. This is my year. Let's do it. Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.